All right, man. Welcome back. We got another segment here um, with Inspired by True Events Network. We got my boy Nigel, a.k.a. Hooper's Rehab. How you doing, bro? I'm all right. I'm blessed, bro. How you doing? Yes, Appreciate sir. you having me. We, we in here. We in here. So um, tell, tell the people a little bit about yourself. So my name is Nigel Dunkley. Uh, I'm a basketball athletic trainer. And really, I've spent about the last five years or so just um, I've been blessed, bro, to be around high-level hoops for like the last few years. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so I started at UC. Well, let me let me take it further back than that. So I played basketball all four years throughout high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, freshman one year, JV uh, one year, and then varsity for two. So after high school, I went to Utica College, just general health studies major. For I did that for three years. So from 2013, shout out to the class of 2013. Uh, but we, we, I did that for three years, 2013, 2016, and then uh, I decided I wanted to transfer because I was just a general health studies man, uh, major mm-hmm. at Utica College. So I actually had an opportunity my very last semester at UC to work in the, the athletic training room. So that kind of introduced me to the athletic training realm and really just the entire sports medicine realm. And um, and I have fun. It was it was a work study position, but I, I enjoyed like interacting with athletes and yeah. just the the entire process that went on behind being an athletic trainer. I said this is something I could do. I could see myself doing this because um, I've always been a sports guy. Yeah. Uh, me personally, um, I don't see myself like sitting at a desk working a nine to five for the rest of my life. I me either. That's bro. yeah. I need to be in the action. You know what I'm saying? Court side. I need to be right there. So because you athletic, get up, you get up every day and you're gonna be looking forward to it. Bro, it's, it's not work. It don't feel like yeah. work at that point. You know? Exactly. When you love what you're doing, bro. It's truly, it's, it's nothing to it. You yeah. know, it makes it that much easier. So, yeah, I ended up um, looking into different programs that were available because uh, the people I were talking to, the athletic trainers over at UC, um, were just giving me all the different game on what it what it's going to take to become an athletic trainer. Mm-hmm. And uh, Utica College didn't actually offer uh, an athletic training program or any sports medicine program. So I just did a little research and uh, I found Cortland and. Um, as I actually started interning with different people in Utica, I realized, like, my little network that was here, some some of these guys had came from Cortland already, so I started tapping in with them. Like, uh, Chris Warner, he's, he's the head athletic trainer at Utica College right now. Okay. He he graduated from Cortland Athletic Training Program, I don't I want to say, like, 2004. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So he's he's he had that experience, and he gave me that game. And also um, my boy Ryan from SPI, he, he hey, also went to Cortland. Hey, whole – Hold it. Shout out to SBI. We need to shout out to SBI, yes, man. Sir. One time, shout out to Ryan Monaco, Steve Dowd. We got uh, we got Nate. Nate what Nate? Nate oh, Nate's over there. Listen, the year 2014 yes, in the spring, I dislocated my kneecap. Thought my career was over. I used to be. I was a running deer in in college at 195, 200 pounds. Hurt my knee. Went to them and they got me. Got me right. I had my best season ever. 1,500 rushing yards. I was probably like yeah. ninth in the country in D2, and I don't think I would have been able to do it without them. And you continued to go there even after your injury because yep. when I was interning there the summer of 2017, you was in there every day grinding, bro, yep. every single day. So, you know, it, people think things happen overnight, but really we've been on this marathon for a while now, and it's, it's, it's everything that we've been doing like behind the scenes is starting to come to light. So it's, definitely. it's a good feeling definitely to, to, like you always preach, getting your flowers while you're here. It's definitely a good feeling, but yeah. – you know, I just tried not to get too caught up in the moment, bro. Like, mm-hmm. I never get too high or too low. When I achieve something cool, you know, I, you know, I enjoy it. But yeah, it's, it's always what's next. Right? Yeah. Next thing, like, just keep grinding. But uh, to get back, what I was saying. 
So I ended up transferring to Cortland in about I think that was twenty summer of twenty or the fall of twenty seventeen, mm-hmm. um, so to get into their athletic training program. So uh, once I get there, it's it's a whole different environment. You know, you've been to Cortland, you you've seen what life in Cortland is like. So yeah, I did that for three years. Um, I completed the athletic training program and. Luckily, uh, with with the Cortland connections, man, they have so many connections with their sports medicine program. If you're if you're an aspiring um, healthcare professional who wants to tap in with anything sports medicine related, I would highly recommend Cortland's athletic training program. Um, because of them, I was able to get an internship with Cornell University. A lot of people don't know like that connection came direct. Like a lot of people ask me, how did you get that? Yeah, and that came through just my connections at Cortland because. Um, they have partnerships with Syracuse University, Lemoyne yeah. University, or Lemoyne, um, Cortland, and then all the local high schools in Cortland. They have connections with them, Cornell. So I was it is, able to it's f- almost a it's almost a sin if you have uh-huh. networking opportunities and uh-huh. you do not take advantage of them. And see, that's the crazy thing because they asked me my so the way that Cortland Athletic Training Program is set up. There's four levels. So mm-hmm. when you come in, when I got there in the fall of 2017, that's level one. They start giving you the basics of how to tape an ankle, how to do these little things. So when you come back in the spring, now you're at level two. Mm-hmm. Come back in fall, level three, and so on. So um, rising to level four, uh, yeah, rising to level four, they were like, they gave me an option. Um, I could either stay at Cortland and work with the college basketball team at Cortland, which was which was definitely an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, but once they mentioned Cornell, it was a no-brainer. I was like, yeah. I'm there. Only thing was that was on me, transportation. We didn't get any type of, like, uh, compensation for gas or anything. So that was all on me. Okay. Um, but I made it so, happen, bro. So you were, you were going to Cortland, and then you got internship with Cornell. Cornell. So my schedule would look like 8 a.m. class, classes from 8 a.m. all the way to noon, bro, running back to my dorm, shower change, eat, get in the whip, practice, basketball practice, football practice, got to drive to Cornell. It was about 30-minute drive. So. Okay. Um, but that's an hour every day, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Depending yeah. on sometimes you had it out there, stuff get canceled, you're like, dang, snowstorms. Like, yeah. it, is a whole, it is a whole lot to overcome, but mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm truly grateful for that experience, you know. And what came out of that, it was originally just basketball, but they asked me, like, hey, you're one of our highly, uh, highly recommended students. Like, we know you're going to represent our program well. Would you want to work football in the fall? As soon as football season ends, you can transition to basketball. Absolutely, let's do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's more gas, more money out of my pocket as a college student. You know how it is, but yeah, nah, I you get to, more. I had to you get more reps in your in your field. Man, I, that helped me build my network in Ithaca, New York. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So now I have connections all through Central New York, bro. It's pretty dope. Um, but anyway, so I, I do that. I graduate from the athletic training program and uh, last fall, actually, it's been mm-hmm. a year, like a month ago, or a week ago, excuse me. Okay. So only been out of college a year, bro, which is yeah. crazy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, after that, I moved to LA last year, right before um, the pandemic hits. January is the new year, um, and for so long with college, bro, I just wanted to be on my own time. So yeah, I was yeah. like, I'm moving across the country. It was kind of a sporadic move, but I did it, and I had an opportunity actually to intern at Kobe Bryant's Mama Sports Academy. So that kind of sold me on like I'm making this move. I'm about to make it happen. You're a huge Kobe fan. Man. So so what did that what did that mean to you? And like, how did you go about actually? Um, getting that opportunity? Honestly, bro, I reached out um, on Instagram because I, I follow Mamba Sports Academy. Shout out to Mamba Sports Academy um, on Instagram. And I seen that they were posting different internship opportunities. So I DM them. And I'm like, yo, is this just for people that are in California or is, can I do this from New York? And um, 
You know, they, they pointed me in the direction to the right people, which was crazy. I wasn't even expecting a response. You know, sometimes yeah. you're just shooting, shooting DMs, but they actually got back to me, and I was like, you know, I'm about to make this happen. Yep. <laughs> like, this, this is an opportunity I cannot pass up as a Kobe fan. And yeah. it just, it meant the world to me, bro. I'm not going to lie. So, mm -hmm. you know, I had the opportunity to go out there from January till April. I was with the Mamba Sports Academy, um, just networking, connecting, um, seeing the way things are run. That's another thing with these, with the, I've interned for the last five years, different internships, just seeing the way different places uh, run their business, run their clinics. Mm -hmm. Take everything you can from those experiences. Sometimes I didn't get paid for any of my internships. Yeah. Sometimes it's not all about the money. You're yeah. going to get so much more, you know what I'm saying, just by um, just just humbling yourself. You know? Experience, yeah, yeah. Don't be so quick to, you know what I'm saying, look for compensation financially. Cause yeah. you know, I learned so much more just from being around these guys at SPI, uh, Cornell University, Mamba Sports Academy. Now, <laughs> fast forward 2020, I'm like, I'm tired of interning now. I'm, I'm trying to make some money. You know, mm -hmm. I feel pretty confident in my skill set. I've been around high-level hoops. Um, and I've been around top healthcare professionals for the last five years, so I'm ready to get this thing going. So that's that's kind of what went into Hooper's rehab. Um, but So I'm at the Mamba Sports Academy, and um, the pandemic hits. Yep. So they shut down the clinic, um, the sports medicine clinic that I was working out of. So now I'm in L.A., across the country, very little family. You know what I'm saying? Um, my money, my money slowed up. You know, I like to work, bro. I like yeah. money to always be coming in. So yep. now I'm, I'm, I'm in a position where I'm just online every day looking for jobs because I know the reality is, like, if you don't figure something out, <laughs> you're going to be back home, which is which is okay. Yeah. Um, but you it need wasn't it. It's, it's was, okay to have a reset moment. Absolutely. Reset and, moment. And it was, and it was very humbling. So uh, I actually found a job. I don't think any, too many people noticed, really, everybody in my circle. But outside of that, I had a, I found a summer job where I could actually teach over mm -hmm. Zoom. Um, so I had 15 high school students this past summer that I was teaching over Zoom, teaching physical therapy and athletic training basics. Yeah. And we did that uh, three days a week on Zoom, and it was pretty dope, bro. So that experience alone right there, and honestly, it was through – USC out there. Okay. That's huge. So yeah. now I have USC references. Um, yeah, I was going to say, all those West Coast, West Coast schools, their medical programs are always oh, huge. Always at the top. So Yeah, so, so but really teaching these kids, that's a realm, bro, that I never thought I would really get into. Um, but I could see they were learning. They were, mm -hmm. they were enjoying. Like, it's hard to keep kids' attention in class alone, but to be over Zoom, these kids are engaged. They're asking me questions. You know, they're showing that they're learning and they're loving the experience. So that right there, I was like, how can I – how can I take this experience and make something of my own where I'm, I'm paying it forward, essentially? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what it's about. So how can I pay it forward to the youth? And that's something that Kobe always preached, you know, to inspire the next generation of athletes. Mm -hmm. Something that uh, Nipsey always said. Rest so, so, that, so that pretty much, that moment right there for you um, kind of birthed Hooper's rehab for you? I, I think that experience, definitely. Because I, I knew long-term that I wanted to start my own clinic um, mm -hmm. down the road, but I wanted to get with a, a college basketball team like a Cornell or – like a, a big Duke or Syracuse and, and yeah. travel with their ball team for a few seasons and, and kind of work my way up. But then it's like the pandemic hit. There's no sports going on. So yep. It's like how can you still reach athletes from home? Mm -hmm. um, how can you teach, still pay it forward, while putting yourself on the map and creating your own lane in the sports medicine realm? So, um, bro, honestly, this is a blessing, man. It's a, it just came to me. It's, it started slowly coming to me. Start jotting things down, talking to different people. They start leading you in different directions. You're doing research on your own, and then, you know, I shout out to Polly because I'm in LA and we uh, we sat down to have a meeting, 
uh, one morning over breakfast, and we're just talking, bouncing ideas off of each other. And it's crazy how me and her even connected. Mm-hmm. Uh, we met through one of my roommates. So we're just talking, and she mentions that she does websites. She creates websites. Um, and I'm like, really? Because I'm thinking about starting my own. You know, I gave it a rundown. And she was like, that would be dope. Like, I've never, she's never created a website for what I was trying to do. Yeah. So she pointed me in the right direction um, to some other people who could bring my vision to life, essentially. Yeah, yeah. So shout out to Polly. Um, so op- I, I reached out to Optimal Branding. Shout out to Optimal Branding. And they, um, I told them my idea. I sent them my, uh, like, sketches that I had drawn up. Because I'm not a creative, bro. Uh, mm-hmm. Before this year, I'll say before this year, I wasn't a creative. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm... I'm Talking to them, I'm like, this is what I'm thinking for logos, and can send me some logos back. So I pay them, and they send me a bunch of sketches. Uh, I didn't like the first batch. They sent me, like, ten different logos. I'm like, nah, none of these. Can can you send me another batch, start incorporating some other designs, some basketball into it? And then they sent me the logo I have now for Hoopers mm-hmm. Rehab, and I said, this the one. This is the like, one. This, this is it. <laughs> I, I knew immediately, bro. I was like, this is it. I send it to a couple of my boys and some group chats. Just get some feedback from my circle. And they're like, yo, that's dope, bro. That's fire. Yeah. Like, And yeah. it's unique and it's yours. Yeah. Um, and it was, you obviously went through that trial of, like, trying to figure out exactly what you want. Right. I know it can be frustrating for, like, the, the artists and things like that sometimes, but... Man, when you put in, when you spending your money, you want it to be. On, you bro. want it to be exactly what you want. Exactly. Bro. Um, so, what are some goals that you like you you accomplished through since starting it um, that you wanted to like some big milestones um, that you were like, man, like oh, this is when I look back at it. The first um, since August August twenty uh, fourth. Oh, this is what I accomplished, and this is a big accomplishment to me. Mm-hmm. I would say the partnerships that I've been able to 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 build. Mm-hmm. So I first getting a gym location, bro, is hectic in itself. Yeah, uh, like it's always been like that in upstate New York. Just so, so, to get where you, so where are you at right now? Right now, I'm partnered with Borza, okay. Borza Rec Center in Westmoreland, New York. Shout out okay. to Borza Rec Center. Um, they gave me an opportunity to partner with them and basically do my thing outside out of out of their gym, out of their facility. Mm-hmm. And their gym is always booked up during the week, yeah. so it's hard to get in there as it is. Yeah, but we go early mornings before. Like, usually before people get in there, because anytime in the afternoon is pretty booked up. So, yeah. you know, we get there early morning and we, we get our work in. So, shout out to um, Boards of Rec Center. That was huge for me, the, the partnership with them, because now I have a gym. Yeah. That was half the battle right there. It's like, yeah. where are we going to train? My my very first workout, bro, was with Ace. He's playing at uh, Canisius right now, his, his first year at Canisius. Um, yeah, shout out to him, man. I, I've had some, some conversations with him. Um, that's another person that I, I kind of – just saw um, just really blossoming Man. into something special because I know he had um, he had early on uh, he didn't I I think he, early on he didn't know what he wanted to do um, as far as keep playing basketball and things like that and he kind of but if you knew his story like his yeah. upbringing bro yeah. he's, that kid his, his mindset he, he's so humble and, and he's a he's a worker he's a grinder yeah. so I, I actually was just going to <laughs> we was just pulling up to the courts me and my brother and he was there and I see him working out. So I go over to him and I and chop buy, up And he buy himself? By himself. By himself. Grinding, bro. You don't see um, that too often. You, you don't got, see that too come often. Come on now. You got to want it. But he, he's built different. Yeah. So yeah, I go chop it up with him, catch up with him, because I haven't seen him in a while. And he tells me that he's going to Canisius. And I, I start telling him about Hooper's rehab and what I'm trying to do with it. And um, we link up, we connect, and I'm like, look, let's get in a workout next week. I'll take you through some work. And he was all, he's all for it. He's like, all right, bro, let's do it. So that was my very first athlete that I, I got, my very first hooper that I got to work out with. Mm-hmm. And we actually worked out um, outdoors. We worked out at an outdoor park 
the rims were down. We didn't even get to, like, the rims were, you know how they took all yeah, the rims yeah, down. So yeah. we didn't even really use any type of bass. It was all performance work, and we did it outdoors. So getting that partnership with Boards Rec Center was huge because <laughs> it's winter now. So yeah, if, definitely. if I didn't have this partnership, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, I would I'd be stuck. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Um, just just the expand the expansion, bro. With with how many hoopers have been reaching out to me to to train with me, uh, it's a good feeling, bro. You it's guys, you got listen. You got the town fired up basketball wise. Oh man, I see because they're every. I'm pretty sure everybody is trying to become a part of it, especially um, just seeing you build it. Um, just from my standpoint, is just sitting back watching it, and you got you got people genuinely happy and ready to work out and get improved their game and making it exclusive to people that are really trying to work on their craft. Cause I think that's the biggest thing um, is having that platform for people to be able to increase their, their abilities and things like that. So I definitely salute you on that. I appreciate it, bro. And, and that's kind of what I wanted to, to do with this Hooper's rehab is, is pay it forward to the young athletes and really just give them you know, the blueprints of how to take care of your body, how to have a long career if you want to play. You didn't want to play football for a mm-hmm. long time, but if you do want to go on to play college-level basketball or NBA-level basketball, I know what it takes to get there. You know, mm-hmm. I, like I said, I've been blessed to be around high-level hoops the last yep. couple of years. So just giving that game forward, bro, because what is knowledge if you're not if you're not sharing it? You exactly. know what I'm saying? Exactly. I, and, it, and another thing is I think a lot of uh, young athletes, even, even us um, growing up, we kind of – or ignorant to the fact of how important it is to take care of your body. We, we just, stretch. we, we just, play. yeah, bro. We going out there. We just want to play. That's it. That's it. And bro. then now you're you're out here. You're twenty four, twenty five, and they're like, oh wow, like every, like it really. That's why these kids from Alabama, Florida, they're doing these things when they're twelve, thirteen years old. That's when you're supposed fourteen to start. years old, and it, that's a definitely like that's the difference between um, us up here and then them down there. And maybe even up here, like, people have that opportunity, but they don't really tap it. They tap into it too late. Right. I feel like that's what happens. Right. Because I feel like if you mold your body when you're younger, um, you're going to be primed to have Absolutely. one of the craziest, like, uprisings as, like, an athlete. For sure. When you hit that 19, Bro. 20, 20-year-old 20 age. One of the hashtags I'm pushing right now is your best ability is your availability. And that's something I, I tell all my athletes, you know, mm-hmm. don't let that go over your head. And just th- just the partnerships, bro, honestly – I'm so grateful for every partnership that I've started since this is honestly, bro. It's nobody but God. If you if you've seen the way I've grown since August to now, it's it's unbelievable. We've been we've been doing crazy numbers, and and I'm excited for the future, bro. Um, the guys that I've just been partnering with along the way, uh, my boy Dame Nugent, he does photography. Mm-hmm. It all started with me and him at the courts, bro. The day I ran into Asif, uh, me and Dame was actually up there just doing like headshots, just. Just yeah. photo shoot headshots. I see Asif over there working out. I go talk to Asif like, yo, we gotta get in some work. Uh, this is this is what I'm about to start. I'm launching my brand, and this was like two weeks before launch. Like, mm. I'm about to launch my brand. I would like to get in some work with you, take some pictures, um, and, and, and just teach you about different things that's gonna help you when you leave to school in a few weeks when you go to Kenesha. So yeah, it was it was crazy how that happened. And Dame been with me since day one, literally. So he's one of the few guys who's seen the growth from that that starting point all the way till now. So shout out to Dame. Um, and my other partner, um, Visionary Vending, my boy, Drew Black. Yep. That's my right-hand man, bro. We, shout out to Drew. Yes, sir. Shout out to Drew. We go back to diapers, bro. <laughs> um, but just, just seeing how he, he continues to, to reach new heights, bro. He's, he's an engineer. That's huge. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's a big, that's a big deal. Bro. Big deal. 
and just to see him launch uh, Visionary Vending now is inspiring, bro. He continues to just outdo himself, continues to inspire me. Mm -hmm. um, so that's that's my big bro. Um, so when I started this, it was already written that me and him were going to partner up. Like you said, um, starting yeah. partnerships with your friends, that's that's what it's about. You know yep. what I'm saying? Um, so he, he actually he supplies the, the beverages. Like, he keeps my guys hydrated at these these high school runs, at the college runs. He's right there with his with his setup. And guys are coming to him, paying him for drinks. You know what I'm saying? That's that's a partnership that's that I'm a grateful blessing, for. Man. Absolutely. That's a blessing. Um, Boris Rec Center, I'm truly grateful for them just giving me gym space and allowing me to rock out and do my thing, mm -hmm. you know? Um, 2021, we I won't get too too much into it, but uh, the goal is expansion, really. Yeah. Um, continuing with these partners and continuing to grow with new partners and new sponsors, uh, new endorsements, just 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 expanding in every way, bro. More athlete working out with more hoopers in different areas. Like it's it's gonna be huge. I'm excited uh, for what the future holds, man. Yeah, definitely. So, um, what is what are some of your um, what are your, some of your your short term goals? Um, as far as obviously the year is coming to an end, um, what's your goal for the next, say, two weeks? Because that's when the new year comes. Next two weeks. Um, so this actually tomorrow I have the last session of high school runs. This will be part three. Mm -hmm. um, that's that's going to be it's going to be pretty dope. Individual shout out to my other partners, Fuller Frames. Uh, I call them Fuller Flames, but <laughs> <laughs> bro, the editing is crazy. Uh, yeah. We really. Before I partnered with Fuller Frames, bro, I was pretty much doing the, the editing for my videos on YouTube myself from my phone. Like, yep. <laughs> and you can yeah. see the quality difference, bro. I partnered with, with Marcus uh, at Fuller Frames. Bro, we're doing 450 views in a week on YouTube now. Yeah. The editing is different, and it's only going to continue to grow every time Definitely. we put more content out. Because he really, he really puts the time into his work, and, and mm -hmm. it shows. And, I, and I'm appreciative of Marcus and Gio over there at Fuller Frames. Make sure y'all follow them. Um, Another creative that's pretty dope in this area is uh, my boy Josh Gross. I don't know if you you tapped in with him. Um, no, nah, no, nah, I haven't. I, I've seen I've seen his his, uh, his some of his work from other people that I know. Yeah, he's Things pretty like dope, that. man. Those are those are two uh, dope creators that are in this. Bro, we have so many creators in this city. Um, shout out to my boy Mel's most influential. You know, another another creator. Yeah, definitely. Who's just truly, truly dope, bro. Yep. Um, I need to, I need to tap in with him to get a hoodie. Bro, we just um, did a photo shoot like for some of the hoodies he's gonna be releasing. Um, like he released this one hoodie. I exclusively launched it on my page. Um, it was pretty dope for Black Friday. Mm -hmm. uh, he's got so many more different apparel coming for the new year. It's gonna be dope. So yeah, he's been, he's been, he's, he's been, been kind of. So I'm gonna call him. I'm gonna call him pioneer for the you, man. Absolutely. Because he's been, he's been grinding, and he he really knows what what it feels like to to keep going through things and for sure. not having not because you can you can see it. Some people don't always. Some people aren't always happy for you when you're starting something. For sure. And he he sees that. He understands that. And he just keeps going. It's, keeps, it's, it's inspiring, though. He keeps, his, he keeps applying pressure, regardless. Yeah, definitely. That's what it's about. Shout out to him, man. For sure. But um, immediate goals, bro. Uh, I just want to end the new year on a good note. Next um, next week, we're going to be doing the last college the last college runs. Mm -hmm. And um, I got a lot of guys coming from different parts of New York. So, you, so, you, so you're going to be doing it on Christmas weekend? Christmas weekend. The day after Christmas. So, that Saturday, <laughs> Big bro, I, got, I got guys coming from Buffalo. I got guys coming from Syracuse, New York City. It's gonna be huge. So, the grinds, the grind don't stop at all, bro. So ending the ending the year on a on a high note that way is gonna, that's that's my immediate goal is to make sure that thing is everything that I, I need it to be. So so going from there, um, we've obviously had conversations as just um, just growing up in the in Utica, the area three one five and things like that. 
Um, what do you think? What do you think are some of the things that um, some people need to do um, better at um, as far as far as support of the the youth and people that are coming up? I think it starts with just um, sh- something as little as sharing each other's content, bro. Yeah. Like, um, a lot of people, you guys were just talking about it with your interview with, with Fuller Frames, bro. A lot of people, uh, you'll get 500 story views a day, and you got people verbally. This is what kills me, <laughs> personally. Like, people tell you verbally, like, yo, I love what you're doing. I believe in you. you know, That's I, the one. Bro, I, I support you. That I, is I, the, bro, that is the one. You believe in me. You support me. Go subscribe to my YouTube channel. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Go share my posts. And I appreciate you, bro, because you're one yeah. from the jump. I didn't expect, I truthfully, I didn't have a, a true marketing strategy. That's yeah. something that I'm going to start implementing within mm-hmm. the new year. But these last three months, I haven't had a true marketing strategy. I've just been going off the strength of people rocking with me, you know, yeah. sharing my content, um, subscribing to my YouTube, sharing my posts. And you've been one of those guys. It doesn't go unnoticed either. I, yeah. I, I know who you know, who's really with me. And but it's, it's something so little as that, bro. If you're going to view somebody's story every day and, and, and follow their every move, you might as well be supporting. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think like, another thing is is just seeing um, just seeing you do it is, is really big because another thing for you is, is I know you have depth to you, substance to you, where you've actually put the work in. Right. That's a shout-out to Steve Dowd because um, that's why I believe in him. Dowd. That's why I believe in him as a trainer is because he would go to conventions and things like that to learn different things. Right. And he's not just saying he's a trainer. You feel me? And mm-hmm. you put the time in, you put the work in, you met so many teams, so many you got into so many seasons, different sports. And when you actually start something like this, you have credibility. Right. Not saying you wouldn't have it, but the credibility is there and and me uh, me and you have we've had the conversations and things like that. And I could see you starting something, and I'm gonna believe in it because of the conversations we had, um, and just knowing what type of person you are. So that's that's kind of why, um, that's kind of my criteria for me supporting people. Um, it's really tough. I've got to dwindle it down now because it's not um, not reciprocated. So it's kind of draining to support somebody, and then when you start something, yeah. they do not do they do not reciprocate. I, I'm, and I'm not salty about it or anything. It's just the principle of. Right. The principle of it. Right. It's just a principle. How'd that work, bro? You want me to, you know what I'm saying, yeah. share everything you're posting, but it's not reciprocated. Like, yeah. these, that's why I'm so grateful for all these partnerships, bro. It's 50-50, you know? How, yep. how the saying go, one hand got to wash the other? Yep. You know what I'm saying? We doing things. We're collaborating. I'm sharing, you know, Inspired by True Events. You're sharing Hooper's Rehab. Yep. That's a partnership. And yep. itself, you know what I'm saying? We yep. haven't sat down and, and did any terms, but yep. essentially that's a partnership. Think, you know listen, definitely think, definitely things going to come. Definitely. Oh, we got it. We got to. For and that's sure. something I, I thank God for every day, bro. Through Hooper's rehab, I touched on it earlier. I've never been a creative person, like mm-hmm. with my. I would say, like in my past, I've never really been truly creative. God blessing me with with this dope business, this brand, mm-hmm. has allowed me to get creative in so many different lanes and really trap into my tap into my true creativity. So yeah. uh, I'm truly and grateful I, for that. And I definitely I said that in episode nine. Baby Bernice is out right now. On Club 157, I said that um, that's one of my biggest things for 2020 for me um, is, like, damn, I'm really creative. Bro. Like, because I, 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 I always think of, I always think it's creative, creativity as being by the hand, being right. able to draw right. and things and see, like I that. I always thought the same thing. Yeah. But when you so. actually tap into that, and that's, that's what the Mamba mentality means to mm-hmm. me. That's why I push Mamba mentality so much because, yes, on the court, 
Kobe would lock into this different space where he would will the team to victory or he's just unconscious, can't miss a shot. Mm -hmm. But now if you take that same principle and you apply that to your life and how you approach, how I approach Hoopy Rehab, how you approached when you were on the football field, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Just tapping into that space, a lot of people don't don't tap into it and we all yeah. really have it, bro. And that, I say, like I was talking about, I want somebody to do a study on those type of things. The athlete psyche, like... Mm, that'd be dope. Where... Where people like Kobe, I'm not gonna say I'm like Kobe, but like I would, I was willing to, I was willing to when I had when we needed a touchdown or something, I was willing to die on the field to get that touchdown. And I don't think um, I'm not asking for every athlete to do that, but it's how bad do you truly you want it? I feel like right. everybody wants the results, but are you how how far are you willing to go right. to really get that? And that, and that's I think that's uh, something that should be studied the athlete psyche, the people that are great. Um, at things, and how how crucial that is to be an athlete. Because I feel like the the games, any anything that you play, is so mental. It's so mental. Ninety percent of the game is mental. It's mental. Ninety percent. Like, exactly. So like, <laughs> I think a lot of people, if you get that, if you get that part of yourself where you you are unmatched and unfazed, and you can just go and play you will be so much better right. off as a player. Right. It, it's so huge. And people don't, I don't think people really understand It's really that. having that tunnel vision. And that's, yeah. that's something, while I'm teaching these young guys about their bodies and, and the correct ways to move and perform, that's something I'm harping on too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you guys really need to know these things because like you said, nobody was here to teach us that coming yep. up. But now that I have the knowledge, I'm going to give these young guys the game too. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I think, I think for me, um, I kind of got onto it just at the right time um, is that, the 18, 19 um, age. I wish I got a little, like, probably a year earlier because we didn't really lift uh, weights in high school and things like right. that. So I think that was a huge disadvantage coming to college. I tell people all the time, bro, I didn't lift weights until my very first year of college. Yeah, like. And people are like, what? Bro, my yeah, freshman year at Utica College is when I really tapped into, like. Because we don't training. have it. We, we have access to it, but we're ignorant to the fact of what it could do for us. Right. And we don't understand that. It's, right. a, it's a resource that is always there when you're in any type of in, in, in any type of institution. Right. So it's always there, but it's not being not being promoted enough, um, as I say, when we're growing up. But I think, um, so that brings me to my next point here. So we got um, Utica. Utica is getting much better um, as a city. I think. Me personally, some people may not agree. For me, but me living here for twenty something years, and then being on outside right now because right. I live I live in the capital region, and seeing it right now is I'm really happy to like I've always I've always rep three one five. Right. Um. I don't want to get anybody confused. I want home, I want the way for school. I used to always have three one five written on my wrist every single game. I played forty plus games in college. Four years of football. Hometown hero. Always had 315 on my wrist somewhere. So I think um, looking back at it, it's nice to see the city is growing. Um, like and, you said, bro, From the, not to cut you off, from yeah. the outside looking in, when mm -hmm. you move away and you actually get out of it. So for yeah. the last five years, I haven't really lived in Utica. Yeah. You know, I've been back and forth. But I haven't, haven't lived. I was probably here for max Short two stents. weeks. You know what I'm saying? Max Short stints. Weeks. In and out, in and out, in and yeah. out. But now that we actually... Now that I'm actually here, mm -hmm. you know, for a little while, and I'm and I'm set, and I'm seeing the different moves that are being made, it's only a matter of time, bro. Real yeah. soon, real yeah. Soon. And I, I say like, um, just to see the city grow and things like that is really huge. It means it means a lot. Absolutely. Um, and I like I'm always I'm always know where I come from. When somebody asks me I'm where I, if where I'm from, now I'm gonna say New York. 
Now, I'm not going to say the Bronx. I'm not going to say Brooklyn. I'm going to say upstate New York. Upstate. Utica. Now, Utica. see, when I went to L.A., I had to, I'm not going to lie, I had to, I'm from yeah, Syracuse. Syracuse. No, nobody over on the West Coast got, know where Utica yeah, is. Yeah, they're bro, not so going to know where Utica I gotta is. I got to give them landmarks. So, <laughs> I'm from Syracuse, 315, so, still 315, though. So, going on from that is, like, I was just saying, like, just to see the city doing nice. Um, going into, like, athletics. As us growing up, um, I think it was a really a uh, little frustrating um, coming up through athletics and things like that just from – just I think it was just different variables. Obviously, growing up as a, as a teenager, um, not understanding everything, having frustration. So, so what was your take on, obviously – um, the sports during our time and then the sports now. What do you think is the biggest difference? Honestly, I think there's a drop-off. I'm speaking strictly for hoops because yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. so tapped in. With yeah. the, I'm truly a student in the game. Like, yeah. I really study basketball. But just watching the drop-off from – we graduated 2013 mm-hmm. um, and my brother's class, he's um, drop-off not only with – I would say mainly with, like, player development. Yeah. You know, I, I go to high school games now, and they're so different. From so, is it, I feel like it's, it seems like like basketball, football kind of inverse. Yeah. Basketball, when we were playing, was the, the dominant. Yeah. The teams match name-wise, athletic, skill-wise, it matched, but y'all had to, y'all produce, but see, y'all I, produce the wins. I'm chalking that up to the coaches, bro. A lot yeah. of that falls on the coaches uh, because if you look at Proctor's coaches, when I was there, uh, I played four years, bro. Yeah. Not not so much freshmen and JV, yeah. but definitely varsity, bro. They they played eight players. Yeah. <laughs> My junior on a, on a what senior, on a what on a fifteen man roster? Bro, fifteen man. And 15 every single player roster. I can I can truly say every single player on that on that roster was skilled and talented, bro. And yeah. if they truly put the time in with these players and mm-hmm. gave them more opportunities instead of bashing them in practice, telling them don't do this, don't do that, yeah. or pulling them out of the game as soon as you make a mistake, yeah. if they actually built these players up and I'm talking from a grade standpoint too, because there were some guys on the team who had multiple Fs. But they're so worried about the coaches. They're so worried about, nah, I need you to play. I need you to be ready come sectional time. We can't, we can't afford to lose this kid off the team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But what about what about going beyond sports? Let's look like let's look at the next step. Like, what about helping these guys get into college? They don't care about that, bro. Yeah, the parental dynamic of things takes a role too. For sure. Um, because there's a lot of parents that don't know they know their kids play, but what's the next step? Right. And I think um, that's something that me and my parents went through is not knowing what was next. Right. And God and God bless him, um, my, my Uncle Eamon, he's the reason why I, I probably would even probably would have even left this, this area. He played at Boonsburg in the 90s, and, and he kind of gave me the opportunity and presented that. I don't think I would – I don't know where I would be um, if he didn't present that. I don't know. I probably would have played at UC – um, but probably not because I kind of wanted to get away from Utica. That was kind of what was on my mind. But I think um, just the parents being ignorant to the fact of what's going on yeah. and what's next for the kids, I think it um, it had a generation where we the generation was the athletes were so special, yeah. but the 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 next step was dormant because the parents didn't know what to do, right. and the coaches weren't there to help them. Right. We went to section with my junior year and senior year. We won junior year. Uh, played the same team senior year, got blown out, and they essentially had the same team. Yeah, there's no way, bro, that we did not win a national or a state title one yeah. of those two seasons. Yeah, the team changed from junior to senior year, but like I said, 15 man roster both years. Yeah. Each of those players on that team, bro, were special, had talent. Yeah. If they would have just tapped into, if the coaches would have allowed us to rock out how we need to. But I'm I'm not just up here talking, bro. I'm actually being the change I want to see. So going back yeah. to yep. the next step. 
There's a kid right now on Proctor. Um, I don't know if they'll have a basketball season this year. It's not looking likely. Yeah, They've already ruled not. out sectionals. But. You got Cuomo as a governor as well. He's been leading to shut <laughs> everything down. Man. <laughs> but he, he's a senior um, playing basketball right now. And he's What's been, his name? I, I won't release his name. Okay, okay. But, um, <laughs> I call him JJ, his nickname JJ. Oh, okay, okay. But he's been coming to my high school runs, and I, I took a liking to this kid because I'm like, yo, he's got a game. You know, mm-hmm. shout out to Coach AJ. He he plays for AJ doing AAU. So he, he brings him to my runs one time. I'm like, this kid got game. So I start talking to him after the runs. He tells me he's a senior. He's the only senior on the team this year if they have a season. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I need to tap into this kid because he can go on to play somewhere. Yep. You know, if, he, if that's what he wants to do. And he can I, go on. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So what I've been doing with JJ is checking up on him, staying on him. Because right now they're just home on Zoom. Um, I'm like, bro, you want to go to college, right? He's like, yeah. I'm like, you know, you know, college deadlines are coming up. I'm like, yeah. have you applied to any schools? He's like, nah. Yeah, I'm so like, like, and these are things that we went through growing pains and not knowing. Now, if you're not, I feel like if you don't come in his life, not saying nobody would point him in the right direction, right, right. he probably wouldn't even know, oh, like, oh, the deadline is. But see, I felt God was talking to me, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm all about paying it for it. So yeah. when he tells me no, but he wants to go to college, I'm like, bro, it's, it's December going on January. Like, application deadlines for the fall are coming up soon, so yeah. I told him to get his top five schools because you know I think what isn't isn't it March, March? I, there were some that were March. That's February. if you want to if you want to. There's different types. Like yeah. if you want to do early action and enroll yeah. for the spring, or yeah. but he's he's thinking fall 2021. So I'm like, bro, yeah. we got to get moving. So his his deadline is probably somewhere in January. Yep. So I told him to get his top five schools, write them down, um, start doing research, asking him different questions. What are mm-hmm. you passionate about? What do you want to do? He's into construction. Like my brother Scoop does construction at Utica College right now. Yeah, he's getting ready to finish up his last year. Um, they have a hundred. The construction management program has an a hundred percent graduation and job placement rate, guaranteed a job coming out of college. Yep. How many How many people have you went to college with that are still looking for jobs right now, There's or working these low end jobs that are beneath the, not beneath them, but they've went to school and put in the time. Yep. They have the credentials. They have that credibility that mm-hmm. we're talking about. Now they're doing something that's totally off track from what they're doing. So I'm like, I'm going to connect you with my brother because he's doing what you want to do now. He can tell you about the program. He can fill you in about, you know, everything that goes into becoming a construction manager. And he's like, okay, cool. So honestly, yesterday we sat down, bro. We applied to one school out of his five. And each week we're going to keep going. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. You so. were just talking about, like, um, just about the, the kid that you're mentoring pretty much and what it takes to um, – pretty much apply for college and things like that. Right, so. giving him game about mm-hmm. the different free. Something my mom always stresses. I come from a so, – shout out to my mom, man. That is truly, truly my rock, man. Mama um, Nigel. Mama Duncan, got a, She had us get up there and at his at graduation. Oh, had me Had me up there. Um, um. <laughs> she put us on the spot. She was she putting everybody, everybody on the spot, She said, bro. everybody at this table got to get up. All I my said, boys. Oh, man. All my boys. You got to get up and say something. That's only right though. That's that's that was a good vibe to it. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Love that woman to death. But um, she, something she used to always harp on was getting that free money that's out there, bro, for colleges. Yeah, not coming good. out of not coming out of pocket because we come from a single parent household, bro. It's three of us. She put us all through college. My sister is a teacher now, teaching third grade for three years now. She taught in Syracuse. She's teaching at a new charter here in Utica. Shout out to my sister. Then facts, there's me. Facts. You know what I'm saying? I'm an yeah. I'm an athletic trainer now, and I'm 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 making. Crazy moves. My brother, he's, a, he's about to be a construction manager. My mom did all of that, bro. You know, it takes a village, of course, but yeah. primarily she was our foundation. She was mm-hmm. our, you know, our rock. So something she always harped on was getting that free money while we were in school. And every every semester she would be, or every 
every start of the new academic year, she'd be honest, you did your fast yet? Hurry up so I could go in this time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So just set, sitting down with JJ it. and showing him about tap, you know, the free money that's out there, showing yeah. him about fast with setting that up. It's, it's a rewarding feeling, bro, because yeah. when he goes on when next year, when, when next year roll around and he's playing at one of these local schools and he's doing his thing, I'm going to be able to sit there and, like, you know, I had a, who knows, if I didn't inter, intervene with him, he might not have been in college this yeah, year. You, you know what I'm saying? That's, so that's, 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 that's it's truly a blessing, bro. You know? Yeah. So, um, so we're talking, we talking, obviously, about Utica 315 um, and giving people their flowers. Who you think right now out of the, the college runs – is 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 showing is impressive to you? There's a few kids. Few. There's a few kids. First, I'm, I got to say my boy, my boy J Dub, Jalen Warmack. That boy is cold, bro. Hey, listen, <laughs> that boy a dog. They, they, listen, we got we gonna take a boy. In fact, I'm giving them a. It's, it's the moment. I'm gonna give flowers, man, bro. That Warmack, you did you did a hell of a job. You got athletes. They For athletes sure. out there. Shout out to Doug. From the oldest one to the youngest His one. His entire family. Isaiah, I, cannot, I cannot say one of them are not some yeah, they're, type of they're nice. special. Yeah. They're special. Absolutely. And I wish I, I had a I had an opportunity. Um, but I don't think I was up for it was to go to Notre Dame. Um, but I would have loved to play play next to Kev. That'd have been un, that'd have been unreal, man. What? And Kev, shout out to Kev, man. He's a special, special talent, man. Bro. What I, I actually reached out to Kev because he came. He started playing football for Utica College. Mm-hmm. They came to Cortland one day. I'm set. I'm doing the game setup and everything, and I hear his name called in the starting lineup. Kevin Warmack. I'm like, yeah. Kev playing for UC. Yeah, so that after the game, special. I just man, he's always been him and my brother Scoop used to play um, little league or yep. not little league, but. Uh, Pee Wee football, mm-hmm. bro. Just watching the way he moved from young, I knew he was special, man. Yeah, and I, I I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you right now. I'm a, this is no, this is no lie. This is honesty. My coach came to me one time, and he was like, um, "We need a lot of, we need players like you, mm. like versatile, be able to do whatever." Kev, first name, said, "Go get him." Mm. I showed him. He, I think, I forget. I don't know if he was, if he was enrolled in school yet, because um, he. He was how old? He's he's two years younger than isn't he? I want to say two. He's, he's, so, he's got so that means, but see, my brother's three years younger. I mean, he might be a year older than Jai. Yeah, because he did. I think he did some somewhat Notre Dame like reclassifying. But or that, see, like that's that. something me and my brother talk about a lot too. Is yo, what if we just transferred in high school and went to Notre Dame instead of staying here at Proctor? We would have took over that school easily. Yeah, he, There's oh, no doubt in my mind, bro. Nigel, oh, I've been. There, been there is no doubt in my mind we would have had Notre easily, Dame rocking. easily. We would have took it over easily. People would have been mad. What? Same way J Dub did at Trio right there. J Dub, you got Shout my out other to Jaylen, boy Dante man. Griffin. I like his game a lot. He reminds me, of a young, <laughs> bro. He reminds me of a young Devin Booker or a young uh, Steph Curry for sure. Um, and that's, yeah, well, that's the I got the court right I got now the I got to watch him. Um, I got to watch him when he was he was younger at Notre Dame. Yeah, but he was Cold. special then. Cold, he was a small. Now he probably what is he six foot? About yeah. So. Yeah. And I saw him when he was probably like five, six, yeah. five, five. So I can only imagine Dribbling all what, crazy. Yeah. yeah, and I can only imagine what he is like now. So shout out to y'all, man. Yeah, all the young talent in Utica. Um, I'm gonna say it for me. I appreciate you because it takes it takes a lot to be consistent and to actually grow your talent. Yeah, and the, the fact that y'all taking the time to do that is huge, bro. There's, there's three more athletes, so they haven't. Well, Marcus, Marcus is Marcus Merchant. Shout out to Marcus Merchant. He's at. Niagara right now playing. Mm-hmm. Um, that boy got game two. And then there's two more. They haven't been to my runs yet because they've been away at school. But mm-hmm. Asaf, 
There's yep. another one who's I like his game a lot, and then Frank Frankie from New Hartford. He's, oh, he's man. cold too. He the truth. That's family. He the truth. That's family. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's your fam. That's fam right there. I feel like I knew his, that. His mom, uh, his mom, and my mom. Shout out to shout out to Aunt Angie, man. She 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 wild, but yo Frank Frankie, bro. Listen, Frankie, bro. He's like he's like a tree. Like he got game too, bro. He's nice. He's he's the truth. He's nice. He's the truth. He's nice, man. Like. And is is and he went to I believe where was he at right now? He, he went to Dayton. He transferred from Dayton. Mm-hmm. He's at Stony Brook putting on right now. He's First like, year at Stony Brook putting on. Yep. Shout out to you, Frankie man. Shout we appreciate Frankie. you. We love you, bro. Yes, sir. But those those are some athletes that that stick out to me, or some hoopers that stick out to me right now that have been coming to the runs or that I've been in touch with mm-hmm. from this area, bro. The talent is there. The talent is there. Yeah. So so going back to Hoopers Rehab, man. Um, what is what are some things that that you find is very important to do during these college runs? So there's a few things that I stress. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start with the high school runs. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have high school and then college? Yeah, I, I okay. usually do one weekend I'll do high school runs, and the weekend after I'll do college. I'll do, you ever, do you ever blend them or no? No. No, okay. Because no. it's, it's, it's different skill levels. I yep. want them to be competing against their age group. Yeah, their you age group. Makes but sense. There's a few things that I harp on at these runs, especially high school runs. Yeah. Most of these kids are ninth, tenth grade, looking to play varsity at some point. Yeah, I have experience with that, so they they take my word. They don't take it lightly, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, ball movement, moving moving the ball, minus all the dribbling. Yeah, passing and moving without the ball. If you yeah. watch guys like Steph Curry, yeah, some uh, the ball they always say what the ball uh, travels faster when you pass of it. Of course it does. And Steph, I feel like his his um, the way he moves without the ball gets overshadowed by his amazing shooting. Sometimes, like if you slithery, really watch Steph, slithery on the screen, s- simple buckets, he's literally, back door he's layups. Literally sh- he's literally shoulder to shoulder with the guy bro, brushing past him, bro, ready to shoot. That's the game of basketball. That's beautiful basketball. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not all this dribbling and isolation basketball. The details. Come on, now you, you got to pay attention to the detail. And I'm, I'm giving these guys a game. If you want to play at the varsity level, if you want to play at the college level, all mm-hmm. that coming down dribbling. One on one going ice ball, that's not gonna fly. Yeah, that's, it's out. So that's something that I, I, I truly stress. And then at my workouts, one of the things I stress is, um, I would say, going game speed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you, when you when you practice, you practice hard. So when you got yeah. to the game, it translated over. You weren't yep. surprised by the things you were accomplishing on the field. Yeah, it's the same thing on the basketball court. If yeah. you go in half ass <laughs> during workouts and during practices. I was guilty of it when I was um And then you and you go and play against that guard, that Come guard from Garrett the guard from Henniger. Come on now. And he go on to full speed and you half ass practice all day, you promise your body will follow. You got everything you deserve. <laughs> you if you don't if you don't have a plan, if you don't set yourself up for success, you're gonna fail. Yeah. Period. Preparation, consistency. That's it. That's so the that's been the I words like for twenty twenty for me. What's um what's been some some things that um Obviously, out where in the trying year, you touched on it a little bit um, during your time in LA, um, transitioning back home and things like that. Mm-hmm. What are some things that um, help you stay grounded? Um, it could be it could be a TV show, a podcast, um, reading a book um, that has helped you uh, to get get to the point you are now. Uh, first and foremost, God, God, mm-hmm. family. Um, I have a beautiful niece now. She yep. just turned eight months, bro. It's crazy. She's about to have her first Christmas. Um, the joy I get just from seeing her and watching her grow at this rapid pace, bro. Like I was in yeah. LA when she was born, but I come home and she, she you know, she's um, 
barely opening her eyes. And she was, my sister was actually in the hospital where her, the week COVID like really started getting real. So I yeah. was like scared, praying heavy, like, mm-hmm. please let her have a successful, healthy uh, birth and get out of the hospital ASAP. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but just watching the way she's grown, bro, over the last few months is truly, I want, I want Hooper's rehab to be huge for my mom, mm-hmm. for my, just for my family in general, but especially for her, bro. I want, yeah. uh, being out in LA and just, just watching the way that everybody moves out there, like, mm-hmm. Everybody doesn't have their hand in one thing in L.A. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has their hand in multiple things. Mm -hmm. And just just being in that environment for, I was out there for nine months, just just being out there and seeing the way people, the money that people were making, the the businesses, the creativity, like, Mm -hmm. it was all inspiring, bro. Every day I I went somewhere that I was inspired in L.A., every day. So that experience alone, yes, it was nine months out there, but it changed my life. I'm not going to lie. It yeah. changed the way it's I... A whole, it's a whole different style of living. Right, right. And see, I've always been to New York City many, many times. Mm-hmm. But I never got that same inspiration. I don't like New York City. Yeah. I go across to the West Coast. Now I'm, I'm finding so much different inspiration through everything, mm-hmm. the littlest things. So yeah. um, that's that's something that was huge for me, too. Right. So so going from there, um, just a little bit more about Hooper's rehab. Um, what, are, what are some people... Um, what are some people that have given you game... Um, or influenced you during this journey? Uh, man, there's so many people from this area, or just are you? Yeah, like whoever. Like uh, the I would say the I would say the top three people that have helped you be able to improve the quality of Hooper's rehab from just from the runs or just basketball advice and things like that. Okay, uh, I got to shout out my intern, Eben. Eben has been huge. Shout out to him, man. Eben has shout out to Eben. He's an aspiring athletic trainer right now. He's going to be tapping in probably with with Cortland athletic training, mm-hmm. and then when he's done, he's going to come back and, and he's we're going to do some bro, more. Good, great kid, bro. Great uh, kid. Just just a grinder, bro. Truly mm-hmm. humble. Um, always doing for others. You know what I'm saying? Always yeah. looking out for others. Um, sharing others' uh, posts and content. Like just and he's he's one of the guys on my team that I'm truly I truly I'm truly grateful for. Um, yeah. He's he's dependable. He's reliable. Uh, before workouts, we're there 15 minutes ahead of time. I know he's going to be on time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I know he's going to help me with setup, taking down. He he takes a load off of me that I don't even think he realizes. You know, mm-hmm. And I'm not paying him financially. Like, yeah. this is an internship, but he's getting so much game, so much knowledge mm-hmm. from me that he's he's always so thankful for me. But it, it goes hand-in-hand. Hand. I'm truly thankful for him. So, yeah. I would say uh, Eben is one. Um, two, my boy D. King. Mm-hmm. D. King is is – at this point, he, he's a mogul at this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's been basketball training in upstate New York for years. So yeah, I never had the – I know who he is um, just from – just obviously being from this area, I never had the pleasure to, like, to have a conversation or anything with him. Maybe I will one day, though. Yeah, so yeah. I I actually interned with D. King and uh, Brandon Long. Shout out to them. Shout mm-hmm. out to King of Kings two summers in a row. King of Kings, man. High-level hoops. High-level hoops. One of the biggest – the biggest – Biggest. Uh-huh. I live in I live in the capital region, and people like they'd be like, "You're from Utica? Oh yeah, like King and Kings was King out Kings. there when I first moved out there. That that's that's what they kept saying. Like, wow. oh, they like they like Utica. Oh yeah, King and Kings. I had a team that was in that. Wow. So oh, that's that's crazy. We King and Kings was it, bro? I know it was it. We, we got to make. That I happen. love that event. Yes, I love it every summer. What else yeah. is there to look forward to? King and yep. Kings. You know what I'm saying? Um, but D King has you know kind of taken me under the wing, and now that he he sees what I'm trying to do. You know, he does, like, we just had preseason training camp last month, mm-hmm. every Tuesday night up at JCC. Yeah. Um, 
we sat down for me. He's like, bro, I want you to come work with me. You know, just see the way I do things. Giving me just different game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And things like that I appreciate because not yeah. everybody's doing that. He could easily be like, uh, it's an up and coming trainer. You know what I'm but saying? That resume, steal all bro, my that, athletes, my hoopers. But that resume don't lie, man. The resume just, speaks the, for the itself. Thing, the things you've done, um, people yeah. are gonna, people aren't going to like take it lightly. They're gonna be like, this kid is gonna work. Because yeah. they're your journey. Um, just from our short conversation here, like you can, you can tell like it's been a grind. And a lot of people would have, sure. they, they would have probably given up a long time ago. Oh, for sure. You feel me? Not, so everybody like, not built like this. And, yeah. And people don't know, bro. I, <laughs> I drove to LA. Yeah. I made that when I, once I knew I could get the Mamba Sports Academy working with Kobe Bryant, bro. I was willing to do anything to get out. Yeah. There. I'm gonna drive there. I'm gonna take a. I'm gonna hitchhike. Thirty six hours, bro. I'm a backpack hours. or a duffel bag and a I'm Honda Coupe. And a Honda Coupe. All my stuff right. packed in there from college. I never really unpacked from college. I was home yeah. for like two weeks. Once, bro, <laughs> Yo, bro I kid you, you not. My boy Julius, bro, he came to help me. He came to help me move out. <laughs> he came to help me move out, bro. We Yo. hit the road. Never looked back at, at uh, Cortland, bro. I, I was bro, ready. I was so ready to go. Listen, listen. I never unpacked. Never. <laughs> from 2013 when I got to boom. Every time I came home. Bro. The, bro, the bag was always sitting in the yes, corner. Literally and living listen, out of a I suitcase. Gra- I grabbed the underwear socks, the shirt, <laughs> and whatever I wear. And then I fold it right back, put bro. it right back in there. Because when it's time to go, I'm not about to be bro. losing stuff, forgetting stuff. That was stuff. the worst. Bro, for, that, that went on for six years. And yeah. just, so I was just used to picking up, leaving, picking up, leaving. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So. But, bro, I, I made it happen. I made that drive out there because um, I knew I needed transportation out there. I'm yep. not going to be relying on public transportation mm-hmm. in a big city like that. Nah. Yeah. So, I, bro, I made it happen, period. Definitely, definitely. So, um, we, we do is just laughing about college and things. Um, so, so when you're going through, your, obviously, your, your collegiate, um, your journey, um, what, was one of the, what was one of your favorite moments um, being a part of all those teams um, from Cortland, to Cornell and things like that. My favorite moment. Yeah. So I got to go with my Cornell experience. Um, football games were super dope. They didn't win a lot, but just yeah. being right there in the action, bro, running mm-hmm. on the field when guys go down, it was pretty. It was like it was like this rush, like <laughs> bro, for real. It was, gotta it was go. crazy. Man. Gotta go. It was crazy. Uh, but I would go with Cornell basketball. So every year they they play Syracuse right mm-hmm. at the dome. Right at the dome, bro. Uh, it's, it doesn't count as an exhibition game, but mm-hmm. being courtside, being right behind that bench, bro. I mean, I, I played on the court two years, my junior and senior year, when we yeah. won sectionals. But to be in the stands, one one row behind the, the ball team, bro, it was nothing like it. It was dope. Yeah, for real. And we gave them hell that night, almost won the game. The rest, <laughs> the rest wasn't cheating. Cornell would have came out on top. Kenny, of Kenny, not, Kenny Lacey not going like that. Yo, shout out to my boy Kenny, man. <laughs> shout out to Kenny. Shout out to Kenny. For sure. Um, but that was the, pretty dope. Is there anything else that you um, that you want to shout out? Uh, any last words for the well, I'm people? I'm not even done with the, with the experiences. Honestly, oh. you know I got to share some Mamba Sports Academy experiences, oh, bro. We, listen, he said, I'm not done, no. Bro, so I, I walk into Mamba Sports Academy. My, my shifts were, mm-hmm. were typically afternoon, so like 12 yeah. until 6, 7 p.m. Um, I walk in the gym one day, bro, and they telling me, yo, Jamie Foxx is out there hooping. Like in the courts, because you can see where the clinic, where this physical therapy clinic was. You could see the courts from the windows. Mm-hmm. I'm like, who? Did y'all say Jamie? Not Fox? Jamie. Not Jamie. Jamie. Not Jango. The Jamie Fox. So <laughs> not the man with the the albums, the bro, TV shows. Oh my goodness! Just, <laughs> just an all around genius. But he might I, be one of the most talented people in it, that that I probably ever blessed the entertainment game. Bro, I'm easily. not gonna lie to you. And he works He's out like, a lot. 
Yeah. Like he was he was in there working out and hooping with his boys. Like oh, yeah. to see that, to see guys like Aaron Donald in the offseason training getting ready. Aaron. So everything that he's doing this season, bro, Aaron I'm not surprised by anything I see him doing, bro. He he really put in the that most work. he might I might I'm not gonna disrespect uh Lawrence Taylor, but L- Lawrence Taylor is the reason why the tight end is so prevalent in the mm-hmm. the game of football. Because the, you needed an extra blocker sure. when you playing you playing against Lawrence Taylor. For sure. But Aaron Donald, man. man. And so check this out. So He's crazy. The chiropractor for the Rams worked at the Mamba Sports Academy. Mm-hmm. He wasn't there during the week, really. He, he had, like, one day a week that he would be in because he'd be traveling with the team. Mm-hmm. So, like, every Wednesday we knew we'd have a bunch of Rams players coming through, and that's when I would see guys like uh, Aaron Donald, Todd Gurley, and these guys coming through. But something really dope happened, bro. They, um, he invited me to his crib to watch the Super Bowl last year. The chiropractor for the Rams. Oh, did you go? Of course I did. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad I did. I was I, I felt like an outcast there because it was his family and stuff, and it was just yeah. me. But they had so much respect for me. They knew my story. They knew I drove all the way from New York to L.A. just to work at this Mamba Academy. I told them about how big of a Kobe fan I was. This was after all the Kobe stuff transpired with the, yeah. with the accident and everything. And, and they just they knew I didn't have much family out there. And they asked me, like, what are you going to be doing for Super Bowl? I was like, probably just, you know, hanging out at the crib. And they're like, nah, come, like, come to Thousand Oaks. It was like a forty-five minute drive to his crib because he lived, yeah. in, he lived in a nice area. But bro, yeah. a, a lifetime, ex- a lifetime experience right there. Yeah, you know, for these, real. These are things that people don't even know. That I don't talk about, but yeah. it happened. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's a blessing, man. It's, it, this journey is truly is it's been fun. This, there's so many different. It's hard to just pick uh, a couple experiences. There's been so many experiences along the way that have been just dope and humbling. Yeah, when we really, when we, when it's all, well. When it's all said and done, when you have that, we're gonna have that big, big moment yeah. where we can really look, where we can really reflect and enjoy it. Right now, we're on the grind. Um, we're all young. Stuck I think. in the marathon. Yeah, we're stuck in the marathon right now. But when it's all said and done, you look back at these moments and you just, you just blessed to even to even be able to touch them, For sure. um, let alone be a part of them. So, For sure. um, is there any last words you wanna you wanna give to the people? Um. Just thank y'all for continuing to rock with me during it. We've only been at this for three months, coming up on four months in a few days here on the 24th. Um, mm-hmm. But just everybody that's been on this this journey with me, uh, my team, uh, everybody supporting me, it doesn't go unnoticed for real. I, I, appreciate, I can't thank everybody individually all the time, but yeah. I, I truly appreciate it. I get messages all the time, little DMs, and that, that means the world to me. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, keep doing your thing. Like, People see you, bro. People see you, yes. like, people see you, man. And and I think they see you. Um, they know what type of person you are, but they don't know even, like, it would be over the top. They don't even know the journey that you've been through. Man. And that would It'll be. It'll be in a book soon. Yeah. Trust you me. me so. That's why I don't give away too much. Like, yeah. here, I released a lot of stuff I haven't even talked about or mm-hmm. shared with people that are outside of my immediate circle. But yeah. you're my brother, so yeah. I'm here to get, drop all these exclusives. But it's all going to be in a book Exclus- one day, bro. Listen, I get the exclusives. Right, what right on Inspired what by else, True man? Events. Come Make on, sure y'all man. go follow the network, Come man. On. We, we got a lot coming in this new year. But seriously, thank you to everybody that continues to support me. Thank you to my family. Thank you to all the hoopers that I've been tapping in with. Thank y'all for. Um, Coming to me and trusting me with y'all game, you know, player development. Uh, this this new year, I'm excited. We got a lot coming for y'all. I won't give away too much, but it's, it's going to be huge. We uh, we really just getting started. When I say that, I, I really yeah, just definitely. We That's, just getting started. The, but we promise you, we're going to be y'all y'all. We're going to be annoying on on the book, on Instagram, Twitter. Yeah. We on every platform. We everywhere. Applying pressure at IBTE Network. 
Um, yes, and we got at Hooper's Rehab yes, sir. everywhere. Go follow that. Go subscribe to he's my on YouTube, YouTube channel. Man, he's on YouTube, all of that. Yes, sir. Um, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. Go follow at Hooper's Rehab and, and get in tune if you haven't already. We out here, man. Um, we appre- Like I said, we appreciate everybody that tunes into the to the network here. Um, we got some big things coming. Um, just le- This is a blessing that we're able to even, even be able to do this. Um, sure. And, like, I, I want to... I want to give a shout out to Nigel for for being the person he is um, and seeing the things he does. Um, I think it's really important to let people know that you motivate them for what they're doing. Um, so I want to let you know that you motivate me. Um, I think a lot of people need to, a lot of people see people doing things, um, and it's it's okay to say other people or your peers motivate you because. That is a good thing. That let that lets yes, you know it it's a positive affirmation but for honestly, another person. I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. I don't like motivation. I rather inspire you. Well, yeah, it's, me, I think I think it's both. I think me, it's both. Yeah, for sure. I, it's just, it's just I say that because motivation comes and goes. I could wake yeah, up one true. day and be like, I want to go to the true. gym. Wake up the next day, I don't want to go to the gym. But if something truly inspires so, you, it stick with you. But I, I'm messing with you. But so, that's no, no, me. no. I get, I get it. I get it. I get it. So I think I think it's a little bit of both. And like I said, oh, this, sure. I said it in um, the interview with with Julius is just a. The whole um, motivational purpose is only just seeing it, and it's like, man, people really doing this. Like, like we that's that, that's real, how yeah, that's how yeah, that's moves. how I feel. Like, yes, sir. and it's like it's a blessing. But um, appreciate everybody for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next segment. Make sure y'all go follow Inspired by True Events, bro. I appreciate you having me. Yes, sir, my brother. Yes, sir.